Hey guys, it's Tanyelle. Welcome back to the Beyond the Budget podcast, where we focus on helping you create a budget that works for you so you can focus on what's beyond the budget, which is the life that you want to live. If you are a mother, I hope you had an awesome Mother's Day. I actually had the opportunity to be with my mom, one of my sisters, and all of our children this Mother's Day at a church service um, at a church that my parents were speaking. My mom actually was speaking at. It was such a wonderful time in the Lord and we ate after and enjoyed each other's company. But somehow, though, we forgot to take any pictures. That was so wild to me. I actually texted everybody. I was like, we, not one picture was taken. But at least that day will live on forever in our hearts, hopefully. <laughs> um, so I really hope you guys had a wonderful Mother's Day. And um, I'm super excited for this podcast episode. But a little business first. If you haven't had a chance to leave a review on the podcast, please leave a review on whatever podcast provider you use, whether it's Apple or Spotify. Those are the two biggest ones. Um, it gives more visibility to the show and enables me to help much more people because more people can actually see the show. And I really appreciate you for doing that. Um, we have a really, really fun episode coming up in the next few weeks. And it's actually a Q&A and I love to answer your questions on the show. So if you have a question about budgeting or managing your day-to-day finances, you can shoot me a question at hello at com, which is down in the show notes. So um, I will try to include your question if you will email me a question. So um, please don't DM me a question because it's hard to keep up with those. But hello at com is the best way to contact me with the question that you have. Um, so listen, I was on my hot girl walk the other day and it was literally hot. So I waited until like 7.30 p.m. And it was still 85 degrees. And I started thinking about like just stuff was running through my head about like all these things I need to do in my life and like what I'm, you know, things that I've been praying about and and all kinds of stuff. And um, I started to think about why people are not succeeding at budgeting. Budgeting is like the number one thing that I think about every single day, obviously, (laughs) since I even have a podcast about it. But it occurred to me that Failure at budgeting is not for lack of information because I actually Googled the phrase how to make a budget and I got 22,500,000 results in 0.62 seconds. So obviously the information is out there. So it's not a, if it's not an information issue, it's hard really to nail down one main issue that it could be. I was racking my brain and I was like, what in the world? Like, why is it that people are failing at everything. And you know, I love my analogies with fitness, but even me, like, you know, I'm on a fitness journey right now. And I was thinking, why in the world? Like, why am I not like fit? If I know how to get fit, I know how to do all these things. Like what, what is it? And I'd really racked my brain during that time, uh, between gasping for breath. And I was, I came up with at least four, at least four reasons why people don't either create a budget or maintain a budget. And I wanted to share those with you guys today in ways that you can fix those issues. Um, so let's dive in. Number one, it's not a priority or the person is or claims to be too busy. And maybe this is you. And if this is you or has been you in the past, I have a couple of things that you might be able to do to help you get past this issue of why you aren't making time or to budget, why you aren't budgeting, why you are consistent with budgeting. Insert budgeting problem here. Number one, recognize the importance of budgeting and its long-term benefits. Like, do you actually feel like you need a budget. I think, you know, if it's not a priority for you or you feel like you're too busy for it, it might just be simply that you don't think that you need to manage your money. You're doing just fine. You don't really overdraft or anything like that. But I want you to recognize the importance and its long-term benefits at you reaching your goal and try 
considering it that way and making it a priority in your daily or weekly routine. Which leads me into another point that's kind of the same point, just a little bit different. You can make it a priority by scheduling your budgeting. And I know that sounds weird if you're not a person who's super into like routines and discipline, but even if you're not, put an alarm on your phone at a time when you generally have a little bit of a lull in your workday or something like that. And it's not gonna take you all day, five minutes or 10 minutes. Literally set aside a dedicated time in your calendar specifically for budgeting. Treat it as an important appointment and stick to it. It could be weekly, it could be bi-weekly, it could be monthly, depending on your preference. And once you set aside those time, that time, be consistently consistent with sticking to it. Excuse me. My husband tends to be, for example, more hands off uh, our budget than I am. So one of the things that we do is we schedule money dates and we know that we're going to have a nice meal and a dessert, which motivates us to want to actually do the budget. But you know, what we know we're going to get a nice meal out of it and we know we're going to get some quality time of it. It kind of like helps us swallow the pill, right? A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down and we set ourselves up. We bring our calendars, we bring our questions and concerns and we have our money date. I would encourage you also when you do do a money date, when you set aside that appointment, please don't do it while you're doing something else. Don't do it while you're getting your nails done. Uh, don't do it while you're getting a massage or, or something like that. It needs to be a time of minimal distractions. Turn off your notifications on your phone. Find a quiet place and focus solely on that task. Because that's one of the reasons why people dread it because they feel like it's going to take a lot of time. But if you really give it your all and all of your attention, then uh, it won't be so bad. One of the other things that can help you when it comes to being too busy to manage your finances specifically is to automate and simplify. If you utilize a budgeting tool or an app or like me, a spreadsheet is what I use for myself and also clients. Um, it can automate certain aspects of budgeting like expense tracking or bill payments and it will simplify your budgeting process and make it more manageable which also makes it less time consuming which means that you won't be too busy to do it all right number two maybe this is you you are too afraid to look okay for this one listen all i can say well actually i could say a couple of things but number one you have to look ignoring the problem isn't going to make it go away and you know, if maybe you need to take baby steps into it, into looking into your finances, but nine times out of 10, when I work with a client for the first time, the finances really aren't as bad as you think they are. They're like that big hairy, you know, monster in the closet that's just a sweater that's rubbing up against the wall or whatever is making the sound. You know, it's not really ne nearly as bad as you think it is. And being afraid to look at this point, when you think about your why, you're considering your future, there's a reason why it keeps coming up in your mind that you really want to reach some financial goal. Or you really feel like you need to take hold of your money or you're having a child or whatever it is. Not looking is not going to benefit you. Another thing about that is get some support. If you're afraid to look, seek an accountability partner or support from friends or family, online communities, so you can share your budget and goals with other people. If you don't feel like at this point, you know, you are being, um, encouraged to or your mind is set on getting a financial coach somebody like me then you can join any number of facebook groups or other communities watch on youtube listen to this free podcast and it can help motivate you throughout the process and give you a um a little bit of a push email me sometime hello at tanyaprice.com and say hey you know I'm, I'm really fearful about tackling my budget and i promise you i'll email you back with a word of encouragement if that is what you need you do not have to tackle your finances alone. It may or may not be as bad as you think, but listen, doing nothing won't make it better. If anything, ignoring the issue is just going to make it worse. Being a passive 
um, absorber, a sponge of information also isn't going to make it better. You can listen and listen and listen and read and read and read. Remember those, those millions of results is not going to make a difference. Um, if you don't take action, number three, not motivated. Hey, if you haven't listened to the beyond the budget Basics series, it was a five part series that I, that we just ended up, uh, last week was the last part of that episode, that series, excuse me, of episodes. One of the main things that I said was define a clear goal and a why. Like there is, there's a reason why before you even start, you need to know why you're doing it. Is it, you know, is it because you're having a new child? Whatever that thing is that you need to pull out, your secret weapon that you need to pull out whenever you're feeling demotivated. Because the thing about it is, is that if you don't have a defined, clear financial goal to motivate you to budget, whether it's saving for vacation, paying off debt, that not having that specific target can lead to you not being committed to the budgeting podcast. And remember, and if you notice just now, I didn't say motivated because there's going to come a time. There's going to come a time where I feel like I'm preaching. Hallelujah. There's going to come a time where you're not going to feel motivated to do it. You're not going to feel motivated to do it. You know, sometimes as much as I love, you know, budgeting and numbers, I just don't feel like it. And that's when commitment will take the place of motivation and when commitment takes the place of motivation, you'll do it even when you don't feel like doing it. And one of the biggest motivators or one of the biggest components of, of helping you stay disciplined and consistent to do something is having it, like I was talking about before, automated and on your schedule and as a priority, but then also um, having a very, very strong why um, and slowing down if you get too overwhelmed, that can help as well. But it's not just about motivation is what I would say on that one. It's about commitment and it should override your motivation when it comes to something as important as managing your money. All right. The last one, number four, overwhelm. If you share your finances with somebody else, you may not feel as much overwhelmed, but um, sometimes even if you share your finances with another person, you might be the sole person, quote unquote, in charge of the finances. One of the things you could do to help with overwhelm is to involve that person in the budgeting process. That can make it a shared responsibility and make it easier to time time for it. And additionally, it could take some of the load off of you having to try to figure out how to do everything right if you share the responsibility with someone else. If you are a solo budgeter, one of the things you could do to reduce overwhelm is to start small. If you're overwhelmed by the idea of budgeting, start with shorter sessions. Maybe begin with maybe 10 or 15 minutes per day or allocate a specific day of the week to focus on budgeting. And then the rest of the week to just try to maintain what you have, the goal you have set so far. You do not have to eat the elephant in one bite. You can do it um, one bite at a time. So maybe you want to start with just the food budget. Like I, you know, I have this issue or that issue, but for right now, I'm just going to focus on trying to get a hold of our food budget. Start somewhere small and in small increments. Another thing that you can do that will help with overwhelm, just like it will help with being too busy, is to automate your bill payments and savings contributions so that you don't have to think about them as much. Um, I believe um, I I worked at a, a job where you could have 14 different places where your check went. 14 different places. And do you know that depending on the goal that we had and the secret funds that we had, sometimes I automated it to where I didn't have to make transfers. I didn't have to worry about savings. I didn't have to worry about anything. I got paid and it was an automatic split into the places where we wanted to prioritize our money. And it made it so much less overwhelming. That And it also will help you reduce the time you spend managing your finances and make it easier to stick to your budget when things are 
automated. Automation is another one of those things I want to say, hey, there'll be a podcast episode about that in the future because I believe that automation is like literally one of the biggest things that helped, um, that helps our budget stay sustainable is, is automation. Okay, so recap, guys. Four reasons why you do not create, create or maintain a budget or why you're maybe not making time to budget. It's not a priority slash you're too busy. Um, you're afraid to look at your finances, so you're sticking your head in the sand. You're not motivated or you are, you're overwhelmed with the process. All right, guys, that is it for this podcast episode today. If you would like to submit a question, don't forget to email me at hello at tanyaprice.com. And as always, if you would like extra assistance, you can use the link in the show notes below to contact me to schedule a free Q&A call. Until next time, be blessed.